You're listening to the Maximum Storytelling Podcast, where you'll learn how to produce compelling video marketing content for your law firm through visual storytelling. Maximum Storytelling is a production of Maximum Lawyer Media. And now, your hosts, Josh Nagel and Annika Godlewski. All right, episode four, brainstorming video ideas. I mean, we would come up with video ideas from everywhere, really. I mean, it was always just kind of different cases that came up or comments that people had or video testimony, you know, feedback. But I guess maybe we can just talk about if somebody's starting out from scratch and they really just don't know what to talk about on video, what are some easy ways that you can mine what's going on in your office right now and talk about on video? That's one of the things when you think about trying to come up with different video ideas. It's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to talk about? There's really nothing to say. I'm just going to talk about myself. But you really got to think about what people would want to hear and what's going to um, translate best to somebody, whoever's watching this, whether you're doing a live video like this or you're doing, you know, creating content for YouTube. And one of the ways that we found is the most effective is find out what questions people are asking and turning those into video topics. So, you know, how much is my case worth? probably the single most asked question ever. So that's one of the things where when somebody's typing in Google, how much is my case worth personal injury attorney or whatever it may be, that's also a good way to pull some SEO by using that actually the, you know, the question in your title of your video. So, and then, I mean, obviously there is no clear cut answer to that question, but um, I think using it as leverage of, again, finding out what people are looking for and then giving them an answer. Exactly. How, what do you feel is the best? I mean, I know that we used to keep track of so many different web stats all the time. I mean, through Moz, through Google Analytics, there was like SEMrush, there was, there were just always little places that we would check to see what people are searching for and what pages were visited the most. I mean, Google Analytics is, is really just, Google Analytics is probably the best place to start, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when you can see breakdown again, what people are asking, what they're searching for to get to those pages, how are they finding you? And then you can almost start building on that database of stuff that you already have on your website um, to make it better. I think another, another way that it's, it's easy to figure out frequently asked questions is to keep track of all the different questions that are asked in the initial client meeting, right? So the attorneys, so many of these attorneys have been doing it for so long that it's kind of second nature for them to go through the first client meeting because it's the same type of cases that they always handle. They're probably used to hearing the same questions over and over. So they could either think back to most of the client meetings that they have, or maybe start making a concerted effort to write down those, those questions in each meeting and keep a running list. I know that you and I used to keep, I mean, just, it was almost like a, like a wish list or a cheat sheet of topics that, you know, Every time we needed a new video, what's next on the list? What's next on the list? Yeah, and you can kind of order those in priority-wise of, hey, what's going to be make, make most sense to do first? And then maybe we can group these together and create a playlist. Playlists are also another good way of grouping everything together. Maybe it's, uh, I mean, we had an FAQ playlist. So it was all the frequently asked questions, and they're all in one place. So, it, you know, a quick 
you know, 60 second, uh, two minute video, getting straight to the point, answering that question and not dragging it on for 20 minutes and not really answering the question for them. People are looking for an answer. And if you can kind of become that resource place to people to go and, and, you know, find out more information about what they're currently going through, they're going to spend a lot of time on your website. Um, if you use playlists and kind of build that database. And don't you feel, you had mentioned this, you know, not running on for 20 minutes before giving them an answer. So it's okay. It seems a little backwards to state what the question is and then answer it right away. Because normally when you're writing something, there has to be an introduction and you kind of talk about, you know, this and that before you get to the meat of the answer. But for videos, it's like, just answer the question and then elaborate. And if people want to stay on and, and be more engaged, then come up with interesting backup points to your answer. Exactly. And another place too is people are commenting on those YouTube videos. And if they need more information, you know, maybe they'll put that in the comments and we'll give you an idea for a, a follow-up video for that. Um, and you can include cards and clickable links for people to click on within your video to say, hey, you know, here's some more information regarding this topic um, and kind of direct them somewhere else. You want to kind of, you know, once they're watching one video, YouTube's going to suggest another one to watch. So if you, again, if you have that kind of playlist system, it's just going to keep rolling down the list of, you know, hopefully answering all the questions that they're looking for. And, it, and it's even okay to dial in your playlists as specific as, okay, frequently asked questions for car accidents, frequently asked questions for work injuries, frequently asked questions for divorce without children, you know, so it's, it's okay to do that, right? It is. And being more specific sometimes is better too because again people are searching for something on google and the more specific you can be to better match their question um, you're going to start ranking higher in google search just by the way that you title your videos what's in your description you can actually turn your video transcript into a description of mm -hmm. your video so that way it's in the video but it's also in text form so if somebody is not able to watch the video they can just you know scroll through and basically read what it's all about save it for later whatever it may be you're still delivering, you know, that content they're looking for. You're still answering their question. Exactly. And even, um, I mean, one easy shortcut too is just look at all the content that's already on your website. I mean, whether you guys build your websites yourself and add all the content, or if you have a, a company do it, you know, like Blue Shark, where a lot of times Blue Shark, their uh, secret sauce to getting great content is to interview all the attorneys in the office and just say, like, Give me a half an hour, give me an hour on this topic. And then they transcribe that and turn that into web content. So there's no reason that you can't take those same pages and say, okay, well, let's make a 30 second video about it or a two minute video about it or, you know, what, whatever it may be. It's right there already on your site. Right. And it's something that can be constantly working for you. You know, you can only ask answer a question at a time in person in real life. But if you have a video that's out there, you know, multiple people can watch it at the same time and it's something that's going to be relevant for a while. So yeah, investing, you know, 20 minutes to put together a, a, a short video, it may seem like, oh my gosh, I got to sit down and do this again. But once you have it out and ready, um, I think it's, you're going to understand that it's working in your favor. Yeah, for sure. And another way to get your staff involved is, to talk to them. I mean, they are the ones who have boots on the ground. They're talking about medical treatment. They're talking about discovery responses. They're talking about, you know, even everything from the initial intake. Talk to them and say, hey, you know, what are people talking about when they call? What are their biggest fears? What are their biggest worries? And you can literally take their answers and just turn it into, hey, you know, we see clients all the time who are worried about how they're going to pay their bills 
even though they're not able to work, as an example, right? So just take all the things that the clients are stressing out about and, and turn that into a video too. And it'll give you the opportunity to kind of sneak in some legal jargon while you're also talking about the emotion of what you know people are feeling. Yeah, and again, if you're turning into like a story type thing, people love stories, it's just human nature that we all enjoy stories. And every single case that comes into your office is a story. It may be another dog bite or whatever it is, but there's something about that that makes it different from the last one. So kind of honing in on that and using it as you know fuel for your video, um, even just sharing maybe some of the struggles that you went through as an attorney, you know, working on this case, you know, I've never had to do this before, or you know, something that maybe stood out to you that you can talk about that you know there may not be any other content on YouTube about that because this is the only case that has happened. So using that kind of stuff to your advantage too. And when you, when you do frequently asked questions, when you do videos of any kind, using specific examples from your own experience is, is a form of storytelling in itself because you really are just telling the story about current or past clients that you had. And so instead of just simply answering the question, matching it with a real world example that people can kind of let, understand more or maybe see themselves in that person's shoes, then they're more likely to be like, oh, okay, well, this guy really does know what he's talking about because he just helped someone just like me, you know, two weeks ago or however long ago it was. Yeah, exactly. And I think it also offers the opportunity to go more in depth with that in the future if you choose to. Once the case settles, you revisit that. And, you know, depending on if you do other stuff like mediation videos with them, but turning that into you know that story into like this testimonial video again sharing what was unique about this what did they go through with the struggles and then you know overcoming all those throughout the case and then again from the attorney side what were those struggles and stuff that you you kind of faced and kind of do this back and forth type of testimonial you know they're really powerful and again, you've got all these stories that are just pretty much there. It's just going to change the way that you look at them. Mitch Jackson from Legal Minds is really great at doing this. He likes to newsjack. So maybe give us a couple of pointers on if you see something that is applicable to your firm, you know, or a case that you really think that you would love to have after something newsworthy happens. You know, we are always scouring the news to, to see what was out there and what we could, what we could um, do a video on maybe speak to that a little bit? So, I mean, always having news coverage in any sort of way is gonna be beneficial for you. But we found ways to do things in the community to kind of get news attention, you know, to kind of, you know, anybody can talk about themselves, but if somebody mm -hmm. else is talking about you, it, it means so much more. But yeah, I mean, the news is something that every day, they're doing the same thing. What video topics are we gonna to cover? What stories are out there? What are we gonna go after? And you can tell by just looking on Facebook of, you know, the local news here, what's, what's popular right now? What are people, what's trending? What are people talking about? And it may give you an opportunity to use that kind of in your own avenue of legal marketing and how can you relate to that subject um, that everyone's talking about. And I think, I mean, there were even times when something, you know, maybe a big car crash came up or there was, you know, some sort of serious injury and we would even just hurry up and create a video like, if you are hit on I-75 by an 18-wheelers, here, here's what you need to do. And not necessarily doing a video like, oh, we feel so bad for the people that were injured in this accident, because that kind of looks a little ambulance chasey, but it's pretending like you are speaking to the person who's injured and saying like, 
look, if you are ever in this in, in this situation, here's what you do. And the newscasters just love that kind of stuff because you're giving them a free legal perspective that they don't have to go out and search for. Exactly. And it's probably not going to be the last time that that happens too. So again, you have this content that's out there. It's working for you at all the time. And it's again, specific. So if somebody's searching for that, this person that was just in this accident on 75 by an 18 wheeler, maybe searching, you know, their legal rights in the situation. So, you know, you've got exactly what they're looking for. And, you know, too, I just kind of thought about this, but video might be also a, gr- a great way to get, you know, when somebody calls in and they have an issue that you don't handle, or maybe they, perhaps it's a, like a toxic mold case, right? And you're not going to be able to help them unless X, Y, and Z has already happened. They still live there. There's, you know, they've had mold tests done. They have a positive diagnosis of damage, you know, different qualifiers. Instead of being on the phone with that person for so long during intake, if you create a video about, hey, in order for you to have a successful mold case, you need to do X, Y, and Z, your intake person's on the phone with this, you know, this potential client, you're like, you know, you show them the compassion, you show them the empathy and just say, you know, right, I think that once you go through this certain process, then feel free to give us a call back. You send them a link to that video. They know all the things that they need to do, and then they can reach back out to you instead of them spending so much time on the phone, you know, kind of tying up the line until you can get to somebody else. That might be another, you know, if you have a lot of calls about something that you don't really want to spend a whole lot of time on, like manpower time, create one video and send it to all the different people that call about that issue even though you don't take the case, you know, you might not take those cases. It could be a time saver. Yeah. All that time certainly adds up if you're doing that multiple times a week, a day, whatever it may be. And that's another reason why we created those intake videos mm-hmm. um, was to kind of streamline that process. It was the same thing for everything that came in. We explained the product you can expect. So instead of saying that 10, you know, 10 minute spiel, you know, six times a day, you just saved yourself an hour by creating this video that you're using and then, you know, they're like, wow, this is really cool. You know, you have a TV in your conference room. Like, so they're kind of, you know, feeling this different level of service as well. Right. You guys are also saving time in, in the meantime. So there's so many different video topics out there and it's really figuring out what's going to work for you the best. And we even burned that intake video onto a CD or DVD rather. Yeah. And we, we just put it in there and just, you know, the, played it. And it was, it was easy. It was like, welcome, you know, welcome to the firm. We're happy that you're here. Here's what the process is going to be like. So technically you could go through every stage of the case, you know, just look at the complete life cycle of the case. And any time that you would have a human being call and prep somebody, okay, you're going to get discovery in the mail and you're going to have to answer these questions. Make sure you do these 10 things when you're answering them, create a video and send that off every time the case, you know, needs it. Right. Needs and if there's different really, instruction. There's no secret that video is a powerful tool and everyone's using it. And so I always get ideas from places that I would never really even expect to uh, get inspiration from. Um, like we just refinanced our house. And so the mortgage company we used had video series that they created and every step of the way, they would send us an email and say, congratulations, you know, you are now at this milestone. And there was a little, you know, 60 second animation video explaining exactly, you know, what you can expect. You know, there may be some downfalls, so don't go spending all your money and, you know, taking out credit, whatever. But it was really cool because, again, it was straight to the point. 
It was something that was consistent all the way through. So it's like, you know, you finally got to the end. It's like, wow, I, I understand what just happened to me through this whole process. And now I got a different, you know, um, kind of feeling about that company because I'm like, oh, well, I, f- I feel really informed. Right. But you can use those ideas and implement them, you know, in a legal term to pretty much any different case or any situation that they're going to go through. But it was empowering for you, I bet. Even yeah. to have the little thing that's like, congratulations, you got yeah. this next step done. You had to do it anyway, exactly. right? But exactly. you still got this like, oh, that was nice. They made me feel great about but it. But an email where they text out, you know, four, four paragraphs, like reading it, it's like, oh, cool. Like, you know, I'm in the discovery phase. But watching the video, it's like, ooh, I'm in the discovery phase. Right. Uh, you know, I was excited about it. It was, it was something new and I moved on to the next step. So yeah, you know, you can find inspiration anywhere and everyone's using video so you can get ideas um, anywhere you look. I mean, especially think about it. How many times do you have to do, like, even doing stuff around the house? Remember, I had to write uh, scripts for Lazy Boy on how to put together their recliners. You can read through the instruction manual, but nine times out of ten, you're going to go to YouTube and say, okay, right. what I, I have, I would like to refinish our cutting board. So what did I do last night on YouTube? How to refinish a wooden cutting board. You know, I'm not going to read about it. I want to watch a video on exactly how to do it so I can pause it and listen and watch. And, yeah, it's just more effective. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people are visual learners. I am. Um, I can digest the information so much better if I see it rather than reading it and try to understand what's happening. A lot of people are that way. And especially now with, you know, attention spans are really declining. So again, getting straight to the point, whatever video topic you are on, I think that's the most uh, important thing in, you know, the social media world to where you want to get your information out there, but you don't want it to drag on forever. And when in doubt, just do it. Even if it's something that you're like, oh, are people going to be interested in this? Even if they don't, even if you don't have hundreds of people watching the video, it's still going to help you for SEO purposes because you're, that information is going to be connected to your firm and it's going to be out there in Google land and, you know, people are going to help, it'll help people find your website. Right. And when they do, when that one case comes along, when they're looking for a wrongful death attorney and you've got all these videos talking about everything, it's like, well, they really know their stuff. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to go with them and you know, it may not be worth it right now, but once that case comes along, it's obviously going to, you know, make all the difference then. Exactly. One final tip is to talk to your clients too. ask as a case is, you know, case wraps up, or even if you have a client come in to fill out discovery or, you know, whatever stage they're in, say, what, what types of things would, help you understand everything a little bit more and, you know, pick their brains, see what, see what would help them. They'd probably be a wealth of knowledge too. See if we yeah, have even any- like, also we would, we would, ask, we would ask, um, you know, when you were looking for an attorney, what were your deciding factors or what made you choose us? You know, I'm kind of this testimonial type of video asking those types of questions. It's like, okay, well, they chose us because of this. So let's really, you know, accelerate here, but you know, maybe the parts where we're lacking on a little bit, we can, we can focus on a little bit more, but you know, again, asking your clients will give you so much content to work with. And you can even turn it around. Here are the three reasons why this client hired us. Okay. Well, when you're looking, you can turn that into a video of when you're looking for an attorney, make sure that the person that you ultimately hire has these three characteristics, you know, and here's why it's important. You can, even though you might've already done a video on why that person hired you because of X, Y, and Z, you can make a second one by just tweaking it a little bit and sit for the general public and say, Hey, make sure to 
look out for these different types of things. So you can do it as a testimonial and as a tip for strangers. 10 reasons to hire this attorney or 10 reasons, you know, 10 red flags or whatever it may be. You can turn it both ways, do the opposite. But, you know, again, thinking about right now, is there any video topics that we can do? The list is probably pretty short, but actually once you sit down and start going through it, it's like, wow, we could talk about this 15 different ways. You know, you can really build this list. Like you said, we had a, this wish list that we prioritized. When we had extra time, we would focus on that. If there was something we really wanted to push, we would focus on that area. So, and just keeping a list of things that you want to talk about and eventually do is so helpful. Uh, if you have a staff member who's okay talking in front of the camera and who is, you know, well-spoken enough and enjoys doing it, utilize them. Even if it's somebody who's not in the marketing department or somebody who, you know, isn't, that's not their job is to make videos. If they are knowledgeable and they have all these connections to the clients anyway, and they have, you know, something to say that would really help potential clients, put them in front of the camera, especially if they're willing to. I mean, it's, it's one more place and it'll take a little bit of stress off of your own shoulders because it's hard enough to carve out time to do legal stuff, let alone marketing stuff. But if you have it, don't hesitate to ask your staff because they are a wealth of knowledge and it'll make them feel good too, that they're involved. Yeah. And it gives your clients a perspective that maybe, you know, you don't have, or mm-hmm. you know, I'm seeing this experience through their own eyes, even just maybe having a 15 minute meeting with your staff and saying, Hey, what are some questions that y'all have had in the last month? What are some problems that people are going through? Well, you know, what can we do to help them? And you'd be probably be surprised of, you know, how answers grow. Yeah. Especially intake. And for those firms that have more than one intake person, you know, make it, uh, encourage them to write down all of their questions and submit them once a week or at the end of the day or whatever it is, because, you know, they get questions all day long and even just keeping a running tally, like how we used to keep a list or just a running list, easy, easy content that you can, create right off the bat. Right. And you can shoot 20 of them at one time, chop them up and release them, schedule them every Tuesday or whatever. And now you've got all your videos for the quarter, you know, ready to go. Oh, and there are also um, attorneys out there who have written books and, you know, they have 13, 14, 18, 20 chapters on how to handle different um, practice areas or different types of cases. Start there too. You can break all those chapters up and, one by one, just make videos about that. It's content that's sitting right right on the shelf. We don't have any questions, but if anybody does, they're more than welcome to reach out to us or you know comment here and we can circle back. Yeah, we would love to hear you know what video ideas you guys have out there that you know we haven't talked about in today's podcast, but we're always looking for things to share with other lawyers. So if, if you have anything, feel free to send it our way and we can push it out to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. It was a pleasure. And another thing too, before we hop off here, we talked a lot about making these videos specifically for a client, but also other attorneys are interested in this stuff too. Um, Going back to those videos we talked about, of you kind of sharing these stories about what had happened in this case and maybe some unique things you had to go through and maybe you never have before. I think other attorneys would find that really interesting. Um, Just like, wow, you know, in case they had come up on this in the future or wherever it may be, but just know that you know, not just clients are going to be watching your stuff that maybe other attorneys are too, getting ideas from each other. I think that's- And for referrals. That's a super good point, Josh, because if maybe some, maybe an attorney who's a little green has this case, it fell into their lap, but they're a little too intimidated to handle it on their own. And if they find you and, and the fact that you're willing to be vulnerable and say, 
it was scary. I had to figure this out. This is a challenge I faced. This is how I overcame it. Instead of being just some know-it-all, it's like, oh, I did this and this. You know, that could be the difference between that could hu humanize you just enough that that green attorney chooses you at, to refer the case to or to co-counsel with over somebody else because maybe other people just seem a little too intimidating. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great, great point. Cool. Well. We will see you guys next week for another episode of Maximum Storytelling Pod, our new Maximum Storytelling Story, Maximum Storytelling Podcast. It's always a tongue twister. Need a blooper reel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, don't erase your blooper reels. You can put them all together, and it's so funny. We're going to dig out some old blooper reels and show them eventually <laughs> in a future episode. Exactly. All right, recompose, go again. All right, messed up. <laughs> and it's okay to swear because you can just bleep it out and put the, the characters over your mouth and it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> They're really funny. <laughs> Thanks so much, Josh. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Right, we'll see you then. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk same time, same place next week. To stay connected, join us on the Maximum Lawyer Facebook group. See you there.